Welcome to Let's Be Real Sports Podcast, presented by Let's Be Real Media. Watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at LBR underscore media. Also, subscribe to us on any podcast platform. What's going on? BLJ here, the best hype man in the NBA. Man, I'm here with Let's Be Real. Tune in. Ah! <laughs> Hello! Somebody missing. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, we got the NFC East folks all kicked out, so that's actually perfect. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, kick them all out. Kick them all out. Classroom. It, it makes sense. <laughs> but we Let's be real. Sports podcast episode. episode two sixteen NFC East episode. Called, you know, I called it NFC Beast because nobody had loose record in the division last year. So shout out to the division. We got a couple guys coming in, including one of our co-hosts who. Dropped off as we was beginning the show, but he'll be back here in a second along with everyone else that's representing their team. So, as y'all know me, P. Shark, got Scala back in the building. First time, what, about two, three weeks? Yeah, sure. Time, finally chilling. Yep. Got Took and, mm-hmm. and Trevor. How y'all it's doing, good, y'all? We just here, bro. Good. As always, y'all know as always, and y'all know y'all can follow us on Twitter or X, is what it's called now, LBR underscore media. Also, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at the same, LBR underscore media. Subscribe to us on any podcast or platform, as well as YouTube. You want to watch us live or watch us afterwards. And on YouTube, it's Let's Be Real Media. On the regular podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, everything else, it's Let's Be Real Sports. And support the podcast on network. Two of the hosts that will be in today, Savage and Jeans for the Jeans Report. But Savage with Reed Hardaway, Jeans for the Jeans Report. They'll be in representing their team today. And support us by signing up for our sponsor at BetStamp. And we're about to go to the ad read to bring the guests in when we're back. Sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity. And I want to connect you all with the opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits. And there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com forward slash LBR, you'll be connected to all the sports books in your region, along with the review of each platform and its unique benefits. All these sports books have valuable signup offers for new users. And when you register through our link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com forward slash LBR. All right. Back and I'm pretty sure my internet is slowing me up a little bit right now. But we back, got the guests in the building. 
First up, host of Three the Hardaway, Savage, along with Two Genshidi. How you doing, man? What up, what up, man? Back home, back where we started. Uh here to represent the Eagles. We got Shitty with the slow clap in the background. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> what up, gang? <laughs> yeah, man. Just record through the hard way, like what two hours ago. So we double do today. Just have happy to be here, man. Miss y'all. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right. Well, you just on what the job and rent thing, what two months ago? So yeah, he ain't been, he ain't been that long, but you bet <laughs> long enough. <laughs> and jeans, I guess you ain't been on since you actually joined LBR Media. But welcome back on the show. You've been on here before, of course. So host of the real uh the jeans report. Derek Jeans, how you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. I couldn't wait to be here. I'm great. Boy, I got a lot to say. I've been holding it in. I see we got a Washington Commanders fan on. Boy, I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> I got so much to say. My bloodline, brother, what's good? Wait, the bloodline said a thing? I thought somebody switched or something. Man. I thought no, you right? still my alien brother, bro. Don't Come on, man. We got a tribal chief around here. Let's go. There you go. You be respectful. You be respectful to the tribal chief. Uh-uh, we won't do that now. Mm-mm. I ain't gonna lie for everybody checking out jeans. Before this podcast was literally the most quiet we've ever heard him. My guy came in focused. He ready, like he ready, like <laughs> I got all my stats ready. I got my speech ready. I'm just waiting on y'all. Uh, I ready for it, ready for smoke, man. But last member, man, last guest, my guy Chris, the last well, not the last, the fourth of my crew from the uh, Black Sports Business Symposium. Chris Powell, host of Couch Coach Live. How you doing, my guy? I'm good, man. I'm glad to be here. The NFC Beast, this is by far the greatest division in football history, bar none. So looking forward to talking to my NFC's brethren, man. we have a good show. It might say the history. He sounded like, uh, who said uh, 14 is going to make it last week? <laughs> like we I said we can't even. I said we can, so <laughs> oh man. But before we get started, of course, the guy who had brought all the smoke yeah. last week is in the comments and <laughs> the inside scoop with Spivey. I got Vaughn. He said, Good evening, fellas. <laughs> I heard the question, what's the bill for Trevor? Uh, let's see. My birthday is tomorrow, just that's for one. And two uh, said I had my uh, terrible towel last week looking like a belt, so I just felt, why not? Let me just bring my belt out just for the sake of the same show. And this is going to be like a Royal Rumble today anyway, so why not? Listen to you talking about the NFC East. Yep, yep. And we are, hold on, got a couple more questions. Said today is Sunday, no lie, it's called the NFL East. Mm. Sheesh. Ooh. It did say happy birthday, Trevor. That's <laughs> <laughs> a caveat. That's a good... <laughs> All right, man. So let's go get it started. Man, Entre, as y'all said, this, as I said before, as we've been doing this whole series. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Definitely <laughs> still are. Oh, uh, got the guys in, come in, talk about the teams. Uh, of course, I forgot to introduce Sheedy because he uh, dropped out when the show first started. So, welcome back, Sheedy. <laughs> You represent the Cowboys. I, Y'all I'm know. Happy yeah, I, fine. I knew I was last. I, that's fine. Or after thought, uh, I got it. Ah, boy, you ain't no out the dog, but ain't no ever think like that. But 
Got a crew in, of course, everyone represent mm-hmm. their respective teams. Of course, as we done on every episode, y'all just give the people, give us, give the audience, the people listening to the show and watching. Some tidbits about the team. Everybody, we're gonna follow these teams, national media. They you know some teams, probably this division, they probably pay the most attention to, but it's still 32 teams to cover. So it's only so much you're gonna know about every single team watching NFL network or ESPN. So just let us know what's going on. Then we have questions for y'all after each section. So First up, watch the Commanders, Chris. All right. Uh, once again, the watch the Commanders. Um, you look at what they've done this offseason. You look at the acquisition of Eric Bieniemy now as their offensive coordinator, obviously from uh, Kansas City. So he brings his wealth and knowledge and his degree coaching tree to this team as well. Um, no longer the quarterback carousel that you guys, uh, as you and his brethren, have seen uh, with the Carson Wentz, Tallahanneke, we have a quarterback in place. His name is Sam Howell. I know a lot of people don't know him, but he will be a quarterback that will be here for the future. Our fifth-round pick of 2022. He'll pay dividends. Obviously, you look at this team as far as from an offensive weaponry standpoint, uh, one of, probably one of the best trios in, in the league as far as wide receiver trios when you look at uh, Terry McLaurin. You also look at uh, Jahan Dawson, Curtis Samuel. Also, has guys like Deami Brown as well to kind of, that as well. Uh, the running back, and you guys know, especially, you know, 901, AG, Antonio Gibson, also too, and Brian Robinson, who led us last year in, in, in rushing last year. Uh, defense, I mean, oh my God, a dog. You look at, uh, you know, Deron Payne, 11 and a half sacks last year. Um, now you bring it back in Chase Young, hopefully a, a very helpful, uh, not helpful, but he's more healthier this year than he was. He would come in so late last year. So you're looking at that. Also, uh, also other guys on there, Montez Sweat, I think he had like eight sacks last year as well. You look at that couple with Jonathan Allen. And then also you bring in that healthy Fidesian Mathis, who I definitely think who got hurt in that first game of the season, you bring him in as well. So that also provides great depth. I'm very impressed with our linebacker core, which I thought in, in previous years usually be like our weakest spot. Obviously, you got Jamin Davis. Um, once again, this third year here, and then you also bring in Cody Barton from Seattle. So I definitely think what I've seen so far, I think you'll see that as well. Secondary, I think you guys, it's, it's going to be very interesting. Obviously, us getting Emmanuel Forbes, I think that's a great for especially for this team, considering the fact we've been like negative five in turnover ratio this last year. So I think he will provide plays and give us some opportunities um, to get some some points off of turnovers eventually down the line. Also, that's the secondary. And, you know, coupled with that, you look at uh, St. Juice once again. He's kind of one, I think, him. And also you look at what he what he has done. He can he kind of contain some guys. I know um, he's had some issues with that, so I definitely think he'll be there as well. Uh, Kendall Fuller, we'll see what he could do on that one as well. But I'm really impressed by our, um, our uh, secondary as far as uh, Cam Curl. He's a guy that can make plays. And uh, Derek Forrest is another guy who made um, some – some significant impacts in some plays last year. So this is a team I think definitely think will be a very interesting team to pay attention to. I think uh, the only, my personal opinion, the only weakest link is going to be the offensive line. Other than that, I think this Washington football, this Washington commanders team is a very solid team. All right. I kick out the questions. Elevated pitch. See me on Sam Howell. I was I was a fan of Hills in college in North Carolina, but then right. well happy he slipped down to like the fifth round. So sell me on Sam Howell being a good quarterback. 
I will. Get your, get your, get your popcorn, get your wallet ready. I got you. Um, Sam Howell, I follow him. Obviously, I'm a uh, University of North Carolina football fan, so I follow him ever since his days at Indian Trail in high school. So, to me, you know, he's a cerebral quarterback. He's not going to be one of those ones where you look at like Carson was in the past, like uh, who, who, who the Eagles got. When you sack him nine times, he's not going to slam a tablet. He's not going to go off. When he throws the interception and coverage and throws the digs, he's not going to go off. What's going to happen, he, he's going to be – he's a tough kid. He's going to be one of those where he's even killed. He's not going to have these emotional outbursts. He's going to take his licking, and he's going he to keep going. Tough. Great arms. Um, you look at even with the even when he was in college, when he had two pro wide receivers and Deami Brown and Daz Newsom did a great job, and also coupled with the fact he had uh, Michael Carter and Javante Williams, both in the league too as their running backs. So he got a great arm. You look at he's able to to run as well, and he'll take those hits. And I think he's he's very great considering the fact what we have to deal with. You look at you know we look at Dallas, good defensive line. Philly, good defensive line. The Giants, they throw the kitchen sick at you. He's somebody who is going to take that, and he's going. He, and he is. He's going to give us opportunity to win football games. I've seen it firsthand. I remember we were getting our tail kicked against Florida State. What that kid do? He he had had um, he didn't hang his head. He went back, got to work, got focused. We almost beat Florida State in that game too. So to me, he proved a lot to me. That was like two years ago. So. Sam Howell, he's going to be a hell of a quarterback, especially in this uh, Eric Bieniemy offense, and then also with um, Sam Pease as his quarterback coach. I'm telling you, Sam Howell, people look at him, oh, yeah, he's a fifth-round pick. But if he would have came out in 2021, he wouldn't have been a first-round pick. I guarantee you that. Sam Howell is the real deal. A good answer, really good answer. Question for me, uh, as a Steelers fan, because, you know, I missed the Steelers uh, talk last week. What's the update on Chase Young? I saw that y'all declined his fifth-year option. Um, and so just kind of like looking at some stats right before I got here, numbers aren't impressive considering where he was taken in the draft. So um, as a Commanders fan, what are you seeing and or not seeing out of Chase Young? And would you, could, could you see a scenario in which you trade him um, before the trade deadline? I think um, – it's very interesting. I think Chase is a is a great player. And I, I love his leadership. And I think I've always noticed, even when he's on the bench, like how he is very supportive of his teammates. He's engaged. And I think that's one thing I like about him. And I think he has that makeup of being a leader of this team. I think a lot of people, like you said, being a number two overall pick, yes. Especially when you're in the draft where you have like a Justin Herbert and you have a Joe Burrow. You know, even though they're quarterbacks, but they are like literally the face of their franchises. So I see where people come from that where we still got to give him a chance. We got to give him a grace because he got hurt in 2021. Then he came back here pretty much at the tail end of the season. I, I definitely think he should be on this team, but I can see where they may not because obviously with the depth that they have um, on this team, you know, you look at even a guy like a James Smith Williams, who I think, is a is is a, is good. He's he's been in is essentially, he has been in this defense for the bulk of this time since since Chase been out. So you look at that way. I think they might look at especially when you you know obviously you you signed Payne already. You already signed Jonathan Allen. Uh, sweat is up. So it's like kind of one of those where somebody 
is going to go. I don't know who or not, but it's just one of those where that fifth, the, the, them declining that off that that option was kind of like writing on the wall. a tea leave in a sense, but it's kind of <laughs> where it's like it make you like okay, I can see I see what they might be doing in this regard, but yeah. When you talk about the Washington defense, uh, according to ESPN, y'all are top three as far as yards per game. Uh, so y'all defense was really good, but as far as takeaways go, y'all were towards the bottom. What kind of defense are you expecting to see next year? Uh, definitely more opportunistic. I think when you look at it just from the standpoint, like you said, I think that's the reason why the Emmanuel Forrest pick worked out for us. And when I worked out, but the reason why we got him in that pick, because we need that. Because when you take to me, if you're a successful team, I think you got to be a plus 10 turnover ratio. In my personal opinion, if you want to contend in this league, even at eight, eight, eight and one with a negative five, it's still impressive. But we're not competing. We're not a contending team when you have a negative five. So I definitely think him will help as well, too. And like I said, talked about um, Cam Curl. He's made plays as well. And then also Derek Forrest. But you even notice in our 2020, the 2020 um, year, even though we were 79, we did win a division. But we did have a lot of situations where we did uh, get some turnovers, which kind of, and that's just kind of helped like an Alex Smith, you know, pretty much just carry this team. So, and that you look, that's, that's, that's been the difference since we won that division where we really haven't had those pick sixes. We never had opportunities to, um, to you know, so far as from a scoring defense standpoint. So we got to get that production. Uh, we got to get some turnovers and we got to get some um, return back. Any more questions? Cool. We got a question from the comments. Yeah, I was Vaughn, about to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. Vaughn asked, who would be you all's feature back? Antonio Gibson or Brian Robinson? Brian Robinson. He's our leading rusher. I mean, you think about it. He had, he had almost 800 yards last year, and he missed what, like the first five, six games of the season. Yeah, he's it. What type of season are you anticipating Scary Terry to have? Because a lot of I know for sure a lot of Washington fans got high expectations, and then you got the enemy and his connection with Ty Hill, uh, Tyreek Hill in the past. I think that those connections can 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 light up the NFC. Yeah, I think Terry, Terry's going to have a great year. I think he's going to have pretty much I, I would say about a 1,400 yard season. I, I think what's going to end up happening in that situation, what's going to be the tricky thing about it, where Defense is going to have to pick their poison. Because I think if you look at Terry, you look at Jahan, you look at Curtis, you can't, they can beat their man off of one on one coverage. The question is what you're going to do? Are you going to double Terry? You're going to double Jahan? It's going to be one of those, one or the other. And then with Curtis Samuel being that Debo kind of factor for us where he could get out the backfield. So it's kind of one of those where I think, but Terry, I think in my personal opinion, We'll still have a good year. I say he'll probably have maybe about 75, 80 um, re uh, receptions, maybe a little bit over 1,400 yards, and probably double-digit touchdowns as well. So I definitely think he will have a big year. Cool. I got one more question if anybody else don't. Uh, Shout-out to uh, Curtis Samuel and Ron Rivera, former Carolina Panthers. 
But I do yeah. got a question in your honest opinion, because a lot of people do believe that y'all brought in Eric Bieniemy to come over and replace Ron Rivera. Do you think Ron Rivera will be the uh, the coach by the end of the season? I think he will. And I think uh, I only say that because I think of the success of this team. Now, if that's contingent on if they start out a little slow, our bad week is week 14. So it's kind of, I don't necessarily think they will make a move that late in the season unless it is like, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee it unless they start like 0 and 4, 0 and 5, almost a la like with Jay Gruden in 2019. They will really have to stumble out of the gates in order for them because even if they're struggling, you can't pull somebody the second week of December. Man, that's a late buy. God, dog. We 14. It is. I was just saying. Yeah. Right. It'll be 30 <laughs> seconds left in the season before they take a break. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Two, two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. Two weeks before Christmas. Yep. That's all about God, me. The temp. Yeah. It's, it's yep. December the 7th. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good, man. Appreciate the uh, info about the commanders. Now, got to go to these New York Giants. I have. Jeans. Take it away. Well, it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> He's the popcorn for real now. Oh, boy. It's about time. Hey, look, that was a good warm-up. Uh, the new, the uh, Washington Commanders, I'll just put my little two cents in, and then we'll get right on to it. Uh, your quarterback will be Caleb Williams next year because y'all going to be bottom three, which is fine. That's fine. I like Caleb Williams. He's going to do great thing for, things for y'all. But that's your quarterback. That's going to be your quarterback. Caleb Williams is going to be your quarterback. I was going to go ahead and put you on, on there right now and let you know. Now, as a USC fan, that, that brings me to tears because I love Caleb Williams. I don't want to see him wasting that in that environment, but it is what it is. Okay? It is what it is. And, hey, I'm going to root for him. I'm going to wish him the best. But I hope y'all take care of them. Now, let's get to why y'all are here. The New York Giants. It all started March 15th. We released Kenny Galladay. <laughs> Come on back in the camera, folks. That was a wonderful day for us. Hey, I'm not going to sit here and bore you with Kenny Holiday stats. Okay, go look at him if you want to see how bad he was. That boy was bad. Okay, I'm gonna talk to you two under the uh, AFC South in just a second. I'm gonna get right to that comment as well. Now, no, you done talk, you done spent five minutes on everybody. Get to the point, dog. Get to the point. We ain't got all day. Can he start? Let him finish. Let's just let him finish. Can he start first? Let him get to it. Let him get to it. I want everyone muted but the host of the Jeans Report. That's what I want. Now, Andrew Thomas and Dexter Lawrence earned their well-earned extensions. Those extensions flew under the radar, okay? Those were great extensions. My boy just mentioned how the uh, Giants defensive line throws every. Everything at you. He's exactly right. 
it, that's led by sexy Dexy, Dexter Lawrence himself. Okay. Yes, that's what I said. Sexy Dexy. That's what we call him up in New York. Dexter Lawrence. That man is a monster on that defensive line. We gave him an extension. Well done. After that, we gave him well-earned extension to Andrew Thomas, a top two left tackle. And he ain't two. A top two left tackle, and he ain't two. I said what I said, and I meant that. Now, on top of all that, we still got $60 million in cap space for next year. But what about Danny Dons' contract? I'm so glad you asked, because that's what y'all want to talk about. Danny Dobbs. Because I'm talking about Danny Dobbs. Last year, my man had a QBR rate of 92.5. Folks, 92, look it up, 92.5. completion rate. Let me stop right there. We got a whole new management staff. Joe, Joe, uh, 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 Shane came in, new coach, coach of the year, by the way, came in and they told Danny Dimes, look, you got one year to prove yourself. One year or you're out. Imagine that kind of pressure being put when they tell you, you got one year to prove why you belong here or you out. And your career is probably going to be demoted down to backup from there. That man went out and balled out. He balled out, took the team to the playoffs, and won a road playoff game. Now, uh, let's see. The Cowboys didn't do that. The the Commanders didn't do that. The Eagles did that. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you credit. Actually, the, actually, the Cowboys. Did, actually, the Cowboys did win the road playoff game last year. They did. Hey, they did. Hey, they did. We ain't counting that. We ain't counting that. What? Boy Brady was old and that team had quit weeks ago. Don't give me that mess. No, we, all, we all knew that team quit weeks ago. I don't want to hear that. All right? I don't want to hear that. Well, they beat Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady was done weeks ago. That team quit weeks ago. Y'all know no, that. No, they didn't have to beat them that game. Y'all beat they, they quit. Though. They quit. <laughs> hey, ho, 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 ho. Questions after yeah. my soliloquy. Mute. Now, with that, with that being said, Danny Doms, all he did was went out there and proved why that contract that he got was actually a very team-friendly contract. Because if you look into it, if you look into it, we could cut bait with him in a few years. If he doesn't live up to the hype that we're putting out on him, he basically elevated himself for last year from meh to good. This year, elevate from good to great. You don't elevate from good to great, we're going to move on. It was a very team-friendly contract. He's only got two more years to prove himself, and that's when the salary really just kicks in. Now, with that being said, I'm okay with that contract. But that's also not why I'm here. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to talk about our rookie class. <laughs> hey, I'm going to start with Deontay Banks. All y'all let that man slip, and y'all going to regret that. Deontay Banks is a starting cornerback in this league already, folks. That man had people on lockdown. The bank is closed on Sundays, and we're going to show them why. 
Deontay Banks is a rookie that y'all need to be on the lookout for. And not only that, we drafted another one in the sixth round. His name is Trey Hulkman Hawkins. Keep be on the lookout for Trey Hawk. I'm gonna get to Hyatt. Key on the lookout for Trey Hawkins as well. This defense is something serious, folks. And I mean that. They got them corners on lock. They got two rookies on there that are better lock it. They have beaten the competition in training camp. And the two rookies are starting. And just like my man said, Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt is your offensive rookie player of the year. Jalen Hyatt is your offensive rookie player of the year. Shout out to you that too. man is hard to stop. He got the speed of who Jalen Hyatt. Look him up. Oh, him oh up. I know him very well. Me and Rocky know him very well. Go Vols, by the way. Jalen uh, <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all right now. Jalen Hyatt is a perfect addition to this team. To sum it all up, Joe. My man Joe went out and said, all right, let's build this team so Daniel Jones can thrive. We can play any style. You want to run the ball? Give it to Saquon. Let's run the ball. You want to dink and dunk? No problem. Let's dink and dunk. Darren Waller, the baller on the left. Daniel Bellinger on the right. Tight ends that y'all ain't going to stop. Dink and dunk. Five yards. Five yards. Seven yards. Five yards. Touchdown. If that's how we win every game, I'm good with that. Dink and dunk away, buddy. You want to go, let's say you want to pull all your safeties back and pull them up and say you're not getting the deep ball, Wondell Robinson, Jalen Hyatt. This team is built to beat any defense in the league. We have the personnel. We built the personnel. Joe Shea has done a wonderful job in building this team. And now it's on Danny Dimes to prove why he got this contract and to use all of these resources that Joe, the man, has completely put around him. This team is ready to win. We are one year away from being one year away. Now, I do think the Eagles will still win this division. What? Added up. One year away from being one year away. Next year, we are a Super Bowl contender. My man just said, my dream is to have a dream. My, hey, hey, oh, oh, mute. All I'm saying is next year, we are Super Bowl. Now, this year, I expect us to, to at least do the same thing, make the playoffs, win a playoff game, go from there. But next year, once the Cowboys fall off, which they will, because Dak Prescott will be a free agent, he'll be looking for a home next year. The Washington, the, I'm sorry, Commanders, Redskins, what they are, we will be uh, 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 employing Caleb Williams. We'll get to the Eagles momentarily. I'll let my man talk about them, and then we'll go from there. But next year, they will be uh, 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 Super Bowl contenders after this year. I'll open the floor for questions. Because, my God. Hold on. Because, my God. Can I pause? That that may have been the greatest soliloquy on this show that y'all have had from a guest. Can, can I can I pour salt on the room real quick before we get to this? Just to you add to this, this whole absolutely thing. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so I'm talking about for us because this is just ridiculous. So Daniel Jones, <laughs> Daniel Jones was second in the league in game winning drives last season, third in the league in comebacks, 
And then his QBR, he was actually referring to his passer rating of 92.5. His total QBR was 60, which was top 10 in the league. And that's better than Burrow and Herbert for that for that matter. So, so twenty so twenty nineteen Ryan Tannehill. All right, come keep going, Jeez. keep going. <laughs> that, I, I, next, I, next, next. It, all right, okay. I'll just say just 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 next. to just to provide some kind of context to to, to to this foolery. But go ahead with y'all question. Because what gaslighting you just did, Trevor? <laughs> uh, Jeans, what a hype man you are. <laughs> My God, man, man, you want to talk about top two and not two? What a hype man you are! Y'all still in James report? So then, great old James report. God, he definitely is. So let me. Hopefully, I can bring you back down to earth with this question. You go right. There's got to. There's got to be a weakness on your team, right? Like, there's got to be something that worries you going into this season to say, you know what? That's my concern, or that's something to look for. That's my question to you is what are you concerned about? That, because there's got to be something. Everybody has a weakness. What is the New York Giants' weakness? The biggest weakness for the Giants continues to be the same weakness that has been plaguing us since 2016, and that is the offensive line. Folks, I'm telling you right now, Andrew Thomas is the only guaranteed player that I'm not worried about on that offensive line. Hey, that left side is, 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 is fine, okay? He is never going to be hit on that left side. Everywhere else, I'm worried because we got nothing. The weakest is not the QB. That's your problem right there. See, you put it in the comments, but hey, when you talk, me and you will have a little chat about all your little chats going on down there. All I'm saying is the offensive line is weak besides the left side. Now, there is promise. John Michael Smith. That's our new rookies. I'm trying to tell y'all, this rookie class is going to be legendary. John Michael Smith is our rookie center. He has not he has not given up a sack all training camp and all preseason. John Michael Smith is, is our future uh, uh, center of the uh, of the league and will probably, you know how, how there's always one offensive line that, that, that that's a captain. We're gonna have two. It's gonna be it's gonna be Andrew Thomas and going into next year. Is going to be John Michael Smith. By the way, I didn't mention Eric Gray. The boy Eric Gray has found a home in special team returns. That man is unstoppable when it comes to ah, 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 don't do that. That man is unstoppable when it comes to returning punts and receiving the ball. He is a special teams phenom and he has found a home there. If he buys into his role as a special special teams player, he will be in the league for a very, very long time. If he tries to replace Saquon, he will find himself on the trade block. As long as he understands that he is a special teams phenom, he's going to be a great player for us long term. I hope that answers your question. Next question, please. Go balls. Dog, you literally was talking for 10 to 15 minutes, and that's literally the first time you said anything about Saquon Barkley. And to my understanding, he's the best damn player on the team. Saquon Barkley will so not be you, a giant People like you are going to disrespect your team and your organization is going to disrespect your team? Dog, <laughs> you are crazy. You finally said Saquon. There's, I thought I was going to have to be the person there, to bring him up. There's a reason why we have $59.4 million in cap space next year, and Saquon Barkley is the reason why. We are not paying a running back. We're not doing it. We, I don't care. I don't care. 
we're not paying him. We offered him 14 million a year. He wants 18 to 20. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. He will be on the trade block next year, or guess what? We are going to put the tag on him again. This man, Joe Shane, is a genius. Not only did he give Saquon a new deal, but he put in the deal that I can tag you again next year. And guess what Saquon said? Done. Deal. 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 So this is going to happen next year. We're going to offer another contract extension. He's going to say no. We're going to say, okay, tag. And then we'll once we tag, we'll worry about, can we play without him? Can we survive without him? What's his trade value? Or we'll put him out there and let him play one more year. We have complete control over Saquon Barkley. He's not going to get this 16, 18 million he's asking for, except to 14 million. Enjoy your career in New York and move on from there. Respect to that answer, Loki. Respect to that answer. Yeah. Low key, but you're disrespecting the reason why the, in my opinion, the Giants' offense is as good as it is. I mean, we're all in this podcast believe that he deserved the money first and foremost, regardless of how much he's asking for, because he's the one of the best. He has it in in his position to do what he does. Top four in Russia, and you talking about you not gonna pay him? Therefore, all right, let's see how much we can put on Daniel Jones back. You really want that to happen? Absolutely. And with all due respect to all of y'all, since y'all said that Saquon should have gotten the deal first, y'all all wrong. That's exactly why you're not Joe uh, uh, Joe in that building making those decisions. There is no, in, in no universe, do you pay Saquon first over Daniel Jones. No universe. I don't care. I don't care. You do not pay him over Daniel Jones. He handled that perfectly. You take care of your quarterback that you believe in that proved that he earned his money, and then you worry about everything else. I, 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 don't make that face. You take care of your quarterback that proved that he earned the deal, then you take care of everyone else. The weakness is not the quarterback. That's your strength. Now, with that being said, if this works out the way that we think it's going to work out, Saquon's going to come crawling back to us and realize, hey, I may be the best player on this offense, but this offense can still thrive without me. Right now, he thinks that we, it, it can't thrive without him. We're going to find out. But because I'm looking right. at how this <laughs> I'm looking at how this team is built. I'm looking at how this team is built. It is built to thrive without Saquon. This is an offense that says, Saquon, you're the best player on the team. We want you here. We can put you in a big old role in this offense. Or you want to make 18, 20 a year? Uh, uh, 18 to uh, 20 million a year, great. Go to Houston, have fun. Rotten Houston. We're going to move on, draft us a, draft us a running back, and plug them into this spot, and we're going to keep on trucking. I, I got a question real quick. And this, I got this, an answer. I don't think this is <laughs> – I don't even think this has been asked since he's been drafted, but I'm just going to throw it out anyway. What is your ceiling for Daniel Jones? Because ceiling for – for honestly, truthfully, best case scenario I see him is Kirk Cousins. So that's insane. Uh, he will not be Kirk Cousins. That's insane. He will not. He's already. He's hey. With all due respect, he's already. He's you, already. To you better not. No, get this dude off the podcast right now. Get this dude off the podcast right now. I want to hear this. No, no, I want to hear this. With all due respect, he is already past. Kirk Cousins. 
Now we got a Commanders fan that watched Kirk Cousins. Hey, for hey, years, please, get please get him. Please get him. I want to meet him so, I want to meet him so bad. The reason I say that is this: with Kirk Cousins, with Kirk Cousins, I know what I'm getting. Right, I'm gonna probably get to the playoffs. I may, may get a home game in the first round. Right. I refer back to last year. What happened at home last year to Kirk Cousins? Okay. Danny Doms took him out. The potential for Danny Doms is a lot bigger than Kirk Cousins. Now, is he Patrick Mahomes? No, absolutely not. Can he be Josh Allen? I don't know where this is stop, about to go. Stop, stop, stop. I, I don't know where this is No, no, no. Okay. That's what I thought. I was like, no. Who made that offense in Buffalo? Open question. Go ahead. Anybody can answer. Because y'all know who did it, don't you? We know who y'all did. Nope. He'll be next. He'll be next. Nope. He'll be next up. Trust nope, me, nope. Ken Dorsey is nope. second year. He'll, nope. he'll get it fixed. Thank you, my guy. Who made Thank it? you, my guy. Who made it? Who made it? Brian Dable. Where is Brian Dable? I don't, yeah, he he's coaching, your New, he's he's coaching your New York Giants. He's coaching the Giants, and he won he coach of the year. I need to be He shouldn't even won coach which, of the year. Which Kevin O'Connell should have won. But he did. I'm sorry. He did. He did a thirteen and four. But he did to, to your to your nine and what your ten and seven or whatever y'all won. But he did. But he did. But he did. Should have. Should have. But he did. Okay. Brian Dable made that offense. Brian Dable is building the team just like Buffalo. Can he be Josh Allen? I don't think so. Can he be in that area, which is all I need? That's all I need. But so what funny. area? I don't need him to be Josh you didn't Allen. answer the question, I really. I, I got yeah, a question. If you can give me in the area of what Josh Allen is, I'll take it. If you so can you just run my area, top five area. Top ten. He's a better no, 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 no. Top ten, absolutely. Top ten, absolutely. He's top, top ten, ten right now in NFC. Top name, 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 I mean, name, name nine quarterbacks in the NFC better than Daniel Jones right now. That ain't saying much. My backup quarterback is Exactly. That's not saying much. Exactly. Top 10 out of 16 quarterbacks. Five. He's already top yeah. five in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> we can agree with that. My quarterback is already top nah. five in the NFC. All right. Now, I, if I could get him top 10, my backup quarterback. All right, we all right, we gotta wrap this up. We still got two more teams. I got one last question. Three years ago, you said Dan Jones is gonna win about two MVPs in within the next two years. It's been three years. Is he going to win? Oh, one? Eventually, he'll, you know, oh, this season, you said this one year away from being one year away. It's been three years. Since now, I do want to say this. Talk about though moving I did, though, though, I did say that y'all also said that Daniel, that Daniel Jones was not good. And if it's we not. look back at last year, believe that. honestly, y'all owe me an apology. <laughs> I don't so, think it's so good. All, all of the LBR crew 
owes the Genius Report an apology because y'all Man, told me look. that Daniel Jones was not going to be this. He ain't going to be that. He ain't going to be this. He ain't going to be that. All he has done is improve year after year after year. Now, has he won two MVPs? Obviously not. Can he win two MVPs? Absolutely, he can. He's got a Okay, okay. So this is what we're gonna do. James, uh, 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 I'm gonna shut all this down. What we will not do, what we will not allow, is someone to troll a troller. We're done with this. James, all right, hey, no, all with right, all this respect, this I'll is probably leave, your last time on the spot. I, I, I got, I got, I got one more thing. I got one more thing. This is way off topic. I got one more thing. <laughs> it's way off topic. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very serious. I'm very serious. This is way off topic. Go see Blue Beetle, okay? Go see Blue. Uh, I told you, well, go see. It's a wonderful movie. Check out the Jay's report. Hey, hey, yeah, the beginning of the DCU, it's a wonderful movie. The reviews are wonderful. I'm serious. If y'all get some time, go see Blue Beetle. Other than that, I'm done. Hey, we heard you. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's what he does on Jay's report. He, that's literally what he does. So if y'all love this content, <laughs> love the laugh. Check out Jinx reporting. Oh man. Savage. I don't know how you followed it up, but yeah. Okay. Let's 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 get back to, to Earth right now. Um <laughs> to, 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 to more consistent teams, more consistent quarterback play, more consistent uh ownership and consistent uh general managing. So the Philadelphia Eagles, as y'all know, they are uh, the NFC champions. They did not win a Super Bowl despite having a 10-point lead against Patrick Mahomes. Um, as an Eagles fan, I wasn't too bent about it. I've seen them lose before in 2005. I saw them win in 2017. Uh, I did say about a year and a half ago that Jalen Hurts would be a superstar quarterback, and lo and behold, he is a superstar quarterback, uh, ranked in the top, what, top five, I know, in the NFL 100, whatever that is, so – as far as key losses, we did lose both our coordinators. We lost uh, Shane Steichen to the Colts. We lost um, Jonathan Gannon to the Cardinals. Uh, in my opinion, those losses did not hurt that much. Uh, if if one did hurt, it was Shane Steichen. He was calling the plays. But at the end of the day, we still have our coach, Nick Sirianni. We still have our quarterback, Jalen Hurts. We still have our new offensive coordinator, black man, uh, Brian Johnson, who worked with Jalen Hurts even back, I believe, in high school. Our new defensive coordinator is coming from Seattle, which, I mean, if you, if you saw Seattle last year, they developed two young cornerbacks. Uh, that is uh, was it Tariq Woolen, I believe, and then also uh, Kobe Bryant. So I'm excited to see what Sean Desai does for the Philadelphia Eagles. We do have uh, two veteran cornerbacks in uh, Darius Slay and uh, Gene's uh, boy, James Bradbury. Thank you for that, uh, New York Giants. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like with this team, we – the offense really did not change that much aside from the running back. Miles Sanders is now a Carolina Panther. I haven't watched him took uh, since he got to Carolina, so I don't know how he looks. But me personally, I'm more than happy to get DeAndre Swift from the D Detroit Lions, who was working our ass last year in week one. If you didn't watch the, the Lions and Eagles game in week one, high scoring affair. And DeAndre Swift was a big part of that. Uh, getting them down the field to catch up in that game. We also got Rashad Penny from Seattle. We still got Kenny G, Kenny Gamble from, from University of Memphis. Still got Boston Scott, also a giant killer. Shout out to the Giants. Um, and the man in the middle, Jalen Hurts. I mean, when I say as an Eagles fan, I am the most calm that I have ever been as far as like 
Am I concerned about the season? Am I, you know, overhyped about the season? I'm just like, we got Jalen Hurts, man. Like, Jalen Hurts, he does not turn the ball over. If I'm not mistaken, we were at least top two in turnover differential last year. The man does not give the ball to the other team. And so as long as we do that and we score points with A.J. Brown, we got uh, uh, Devontae Smith, best route runner in the game, in my opinion. I'm not concerned about the Giants cornerbacks <laughs> guarding De uh, Devontae Smith. I mean, let's be real. They, he working everybody. Still got Dallas Goddard, a top three-ish uh, tight end. And the best O-line in the game. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Best O-line in the game. It's been the best in the game for damn near 10 years. As long as we got Kelsey in the middle, Lane Johnson on the right side, it don't matter who is who left tackle, left guard, right guard. It don't matter. We're we going to be gonna be solid. Uh, defensively, um, to be honest, I don't really care about defense because, I mean, if we're going to be good regardless, we're going to run to Pat Mahomes in Super Bowl again, which defense does not matter in Super Bowl. I think what does matter is you got to have two cornerbacks that can make a play at the right time. Two cornerbacks and two uh, safeties in the back. Uh, our D-line is great. We got Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, uh, Jordan Davis from Georgia, Jalen Carter from Georgia. Shout out to everybody for letting us get Jalen Carter. Uh, like I said, we have a great D-line. Our D-line is going to get home. Hassan Reddick should have won DPOY, in my opinion. He didn't win it. Uh, wasn't even considered for the award. I don't know how that happens. Um, safeties, uh, I, I've i been big on Reed Blankenship. We let go of Charleston Gardner-Johnson, who was with the Detroit Lions, got hurt, so he's out for the season. We let go of Marcus Epps, who's with the Raiders now. Uh, and I like Reed Blankenship um, just because he's he's undrafted and unproven when he came to the league, but he made plays last year. He had, I think he had three picks last year. He had three picks in camp against Sean Watson, so he's making plays. So I look forward to him developing. He's out of uh, MTSU. And we're looking for one more safety. I think we got – I think it's Tremaine Edmonds from uh, Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken. One of the Edwards brothers. <laughs> one of them. One of them was in, was in Pittsburgh. I can't remember what his name Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, one of them. I know they, they, they brothers or something, yeah. But uh, we got him out there. We don't know who's going to be the other safety just yet. And then linebacker. Linebacker's always been an issue. We got Nicobe Dean. I'm kind of like, eh, I hope he, hope he does well. But I, I got to see him play. He didn't play that much last year because we had Kaiser White. And we had uh, T.J. Edwards, who's now in Chicago. Uh, so I hope he does well. He's a local kid. I hope he, he he plays well. But we don't have another linebacker with him. We got Zach Cunningham, who's been making plays. But I got to see it to believe it. Our problem is tackling running backs once they get past that first level. Uh, but all in all, I what I want and expect to happen is we got to get to that conference championship game again. Super Bowl is gravy, in my opinion. It's going to be hard to make it back-to-back. But we need to win. We need to have home field advantage um, as far as like having a home playoff game and then getting to the conference championship. I'm okay with that. That's what I expect to happen. I expect Hurts to make another step, and he's going to be the leader to make it, make it happen for us. No questions? I'm cool with that, man. I mean, hey. No, no, no. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely got one. No, I, I guess for me, like, how much of a concern, and you kind of talked about it a little bit, so, but how much of a concern is that linebacking core? Um, I, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I'm not impressed. And so um, do you think that's going to potentially keep y'all back from, like, making it to the, the NFC Championship game? Like, how much of a, is a concern to you? I think the main thing is getting off the field. Like, we got to be able to get off the field, whether that's tackling a running back if he gets past that D-line when you get to, like, the linebackers, or if it's covering those tight ends, doing those, like, flat routes, those drag routes. And so that – it is a concern for me, for sure. We, we don't we don't draft – we don't draft linebackers. 
we don't sign linebackers like of of great value. Like Nicobe Dean was a third round pick. We had to, we we had to draft him. It's like man, he he here. We got to draft him now. But first round pick, nope. Second round pick, nope. Big money linebacker, nope. It don't happen. So what happens is we give value to the cornerbacks, give value to the, to the edge rushers and the D, D tackles. We got a weakness somewhere, and that's, that's linebacker. So it can happen, but the main thing is getting off the field, and that's what Sean Desai's job is, is, is to figure out how the hell we get off the field and stop preventing uh, those easy plays where somebody's wide open over the, the middle of the field. Because if you look at Super Bowl, uh, the Chiefs had the same play. Uh, when they went out to the red, red zone, it was like a, a reverse fake route. And he had one on the right side with uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, was with the Giants. Sorry, James. Tony. Yeah, Tony had a touchdown on one side, and another guy had a touchdown on the other Scott side. Moore. The same exact play. Yeah, so Scott we got to figure out. Side. Yeah, now, so we got to figure out how to like stop those plays from happening. But that's Pat Mahomes, man. Ain't no we can do about that. Two. I got a question. Um, so last season, uh, literally, uh, y'all had the easiest schedule um, in the NFL. This season, you're coming to one of the more harder, so I'm going to say the hardest schedule, and also the Super Bowl hangover. Are you not concerned of any of those two things at all? And if you are, let me know. I'm not concerned. Honestly, it sounds weird to say. I'm actually kind of happy we lost because Jalen Hurts is going to be a thousand times more motivated, and that's just how he is as a player. Like, he's 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 wired totally different. Like, he just takes – but he don't be emotional. He's just like, you know what? All right, cool. Let's get back to it. Let's go to work. So that's why I'm happy he's our quarterback. And I'm just like, I'm chill about that. Um, as far as the easy schedule, I mean, in my opinion, the NFC is trash. So it's going to be easy regardless. Like, that's just, just, just how it is. There, are, there aren't too many elite quarterbacks in the NFC. This is what it is. Aaron Rodgers just left. Thank God. I don't want to deal with him in the playoffs. Uh, but it's really Jalen Hurts and then whoever else is going to follow line. Dak Prescott is there. Uh, depending on the game or the time of the day, Kirk Cousins is there. Uh, so it's like you really don't have that many quarterbacks to worry about. So AFC matchups, different story. You see Joe Burrow, you see Lamar Jackson, you see uh, Pat Mahomes, different. But NFC, I'm like, look, we, we all got to play the game. You, if you if you win enough in this league consistently, you're getting a first-place schedule every single year. So I ain't really worried about that. If we if we get second place in the, in the division – Cool. Just make the playoffs, man, because I feel like we can win on the road. <laughs> when chopping around the NFC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> Y'all fine in the AFC. Huh? <laughs> we, hey, I'm damn near at that point. I'm, I'm chill, man. I'm just like, look, just, just win your games, man. If you're losing, something wrong. We, somebody got hurt or, you know, whatever. Uh, Who leads y'all team in Russia next season? Say what? Who leads y'all team in Russia next season? Uh, I'm gonna say it's gonna be DeAndre, it's gonna be DeAndre Swift more than likely, but he won't lead us in touchdowns. That'll be Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns. A couple of questions from the comments. Mike asked, "Does the loss of Hargraves hurt less with Jordan Davis stepping in?" Uh, I, I like Hargrave. Um, he took a while to warm up though. Like it takes him like seven to eight games to to get going. Um. Jordan Davis is cool. I'm more excited about Jalen Carter because <laughs> Jalen Carter is, man, <laughs> if you just watch 10 seconds of his highlights, it's like, bro, what the hell is going on? How do you how do you defend this? And you can't double everybody, man. You got literally on the line, Josh Sweat, all pro. Brandon Graham's a pro bowler. Fletcher Cox, potential Hall of Famer. Jordan Davis, potential pro bowler. Jalen Carter's right here. So, like, you got you – got <laughs> is it one-on-one with, with Jalen Carter, with Fletcher Cox? Again, Josh Sweat is he he's all pro. 
uh, Hassan Reddick is a DPOI candidate. So you, you have to do something about it. You, you gonna have to. He also asked about Derek Barnett's status on the team. Oh, it's been, it's been years for me. I'm tired of him. He can go. He just, he's just extra weight, man. I, he was great his first year or two, but he does, he gets, he has way too many penalties, way too many ball-headed mistakes, and he's injury prone now. And we have way more athletic talent uh, on the team. I will say this: if somebody takes him, he's he's still young, man. He was young when he came in. I think he was like 20 when he came in, and so now he's probably like what 25, 24. So he's he might not even be in his prime. So somebody can take him, and I think it'll work well. And Vaughn asked, are you concerned at all about losing the offense coordinator and defense coordinator? This year, I'm not. I, I'm not this year. Next year, if if we perform well, somebody going to hire Brian Johnson because he's been with Jalen Hurts for most of his career, and we've seen Jalen Hurts' progression. I will be concerned next year because I, I don't know who's going to be calling plays after Brian Johnson is gone. That's that's going to be because Nick Sirianni doesn't call plays anymore. It's, it, it's a, it was Shane Steichen last year. And it was uh, Brian. Be, I'm assuming Brian Johnson this year. Defensive coordinator. I hated Jonathan Gannon. I hated him because he wasn't focused in the Super Bowl. He was interviewing illegally with the Arizona Cardinals, which kind of threw us off. Because I mean, he got his his cheeks clapped all game in <laughs> Super Bowl, bro. He was getting towed up and made zero adjustments. I don't care about the field. We kept getting killed. You didn't make any adjustments. So I'm happy about Sean decide somebody different coming in to help us out. He can go outside of Jonathan Gannon. He, I'm glad he gone. I just say this. We felt the same way about Arthur Smith in our playoff game, and it got worse afterwards. So, it's <laughs> 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 a fair warning. Grand thing, always All right. Dallas, how about them Cowboys, Shady? Can't hear you. Can't hear you. There you go. Still can't hear me? Okay. Um, I'm not going to hold y'all up too long. Um, Some people have talked too long um, for their respective teams. And we know we have a national team of the Cowboys um, that everyone follows. But just because some people did start some stuff and say some stuff, to be a top five in Savage, thank you for saying so much about this. Top five quarterback in the NFC don't mean jack shit, um, if I'm being frank. Most of the quarterbacks that are good and elite are in the AFC, flat out. You go to a top 10 list and make a top 10 list. Let me tell you something. Daniel Jones ain't on it. That's why they got Tyrod Taylor right behind him. Second of all, you talked about how the Cowboys didn't win their game and how it wasn't impressive against Tampa Bay. Lo and behold, you got embarrassed 38 to 7. If I remember correctly, against Philadelphia. Just hold your mouth. Hold on. I was on mute while you talk. You can stay right there for me. And you got talk about cleat, uh, cheeks clapped. You was bent over doing the Heimlich getting your cheeks clapped, if you hear me, okay? And so, don't you ever come back and disrespect me and say that my team didn't win a game. There's no asterisk against RW. A W is a W. Just like, that's like saying the asterisk against Kirk Cousins. Are you fucking kidding me? We know he's going to lose primetime games. Duh. It's in his makeup. He wears makeup. Anyway. Back to the Cowboys. Um, I just want to get that, that Giants out of here. Um, we I'd ended. like to respond soon. Thank you. You can send me a text. No. Um, <laughs> so what I will say is how we ended. The Cowboys, there's some kryptonite with the Cowboys. What I mean by that is 
besides we get our our own ways cowboys gonna cowboy right the 49ers beat the piss out of us honestly i mean we're one possession away but when you really look back at the stat line and this is where we'll miss kellen moore i was asked this question before we started last season like who's gonna be the number two wide receiver and i said tony pollard and low key we don't have we didn't have a second wide receiver last year we got that taken care of with cooks ty hillen came on got a third and 30 and, and that's it for real for real. he don't he don't get no story from me all right on top of that i will say this right now we will miss kellen moore kellen moore because of his offensive play calling abilities marked with this new guy we got coming in who was play calling for seattle seahawks when it was Marshawn, not really sold on it at all. And I think that right there is what scares me the most is our play calling on offense. Even if McCarthy gets the reins, it still, still scares me. Because unlike some of my other colleagues here, I do not believe my quarterback is a top 10 quarterback. Matter of fact, I know my quarterback is not a top 10 quarterback. So I'm not delusional. I'm drinking well today and i'm just finding no that dak prescott gonna dak prescott as well he's gonna make mistakes that's what really killed us last season because of the pass heavy that we were doing we did not capitalize on turnovers that the defense would give us dan quinn is a mastermind as a defensive coordinator he should never ever ever go back to coaching especially the atlanta falcons however on defense that man knows what he's doing. It's called one play, um, one side of the ball. Uh, we're bringing back my man with the neck, unfortunately. Um, I just, you know, I'm going to get ready for him for his free man. He just got to stop playing because that neck is going to really do something one time, laying Van Der Esch. Uh, but besides that, we get Stephon Gilmore. Um, this is not the Stephon Gilmore of the Patriots. I'm not looking at um, But people sleep on Malik Hooker in the safety position. If you look at him statistically, he did pretty well. Um, Trayvon Diggs is going to get beat. I've never said Trayvon Diggs is a shutdown elite corner, so I don't want anyone to start saying that. I don't believe he is, even though he's getting paid as such. He has some good flashes and some bad flashes. I've compared him to a like a it's like a two thousand whenever uh, Russell Westbrook won the MVP, right? Got triple doubles. He was good on some games and was trashed on some other games. So. Just stat pads is how I feel about Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore. But Stephon Gilmore actually is an upgrade from where we were at. So I'll take it. Um, and thank God we restructured Zach Martin. Zach Martin is one of the best offensive linemen in the league. And I'm not talking top two or one, two, whatever you mimicked. Um, but he is definitely one of the greater right guards. Um, and deserving, I mean, he got a five, six million dollar bump in his deal. Great, fantastic. Um, so he's all there for that. Now, besides that, I know we're going to talk about innings and all. I see us doing and replicating what we just did this past season. What that means, I believe we will still win a playoff game. And I believe we will still choke per usual. This has been our curse. This will remain our curse until Jerry Jones steps the fuck down. And then speaking of stepping down, 
I will start fielding questions from everyone not named Slim Fit Jeans. First of all, what a real and honest uh, depiction of the team. I would, if nothing else, bro, like you are one of the few honest people about the Capitals. So definitely appreciate that. Um, my question to you is as your cornerback and or secondary seems to be solved what is the, like you know sell me on the defensive line because i'm a little worried about you there um i'm, I'm a little michael parsons going to cover a lot of that but you know he's one guy and so i'm not sure who else within that front seven and or on the defensive line scares me as you know as a as a coach if i was one so what's what's your answer to that no i love a great question um Micah Parsons is up there. I think Tank is going to have a better season this upcoming season um, because we're paying him too much not to. Um, but also, Nazi, um, if you want to get an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, you, you go to the Big Ten and find one. Um, sure enough, we picked one up, and he's a, a great run stopper. That's what we needed. We need run stopping support. Uh, so I'm selling you. Um, does that mean I think we're a top five defense team? No. I actually, no, I think we have one of the weaker defensive lines in our division. Okay, I'm saying that in our division. The scheme in which we approach it just changes everything. Talent wise, I don't believe we have the talent of the Giants, the Commanders, or the Eagles. Damn sure ain't the Eagles. However, the way the scheme is done, it's all about um, Dan and when he decides to blitz, who he brings up for that to help with that support. Um, it's like, who's going to double Micah? Who's going to double Tank? Uh, but like I said, uh, my man from, I hate to say the team, the guy from Michigan, but the guy from Michigan, he's going to be a problem. Hicks. No, I did have one question. I did have one question. Oh, Lord. It's a serious question. No, 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 it's a serious question. <laughs> um, who is, besides all the players we know, Dak and, and all that, who's the one player that you want us to keep an eye out when it comes to this season like who you think will have a big season that we don't know about that don't know about or do i mm, i don't know if there's a player the cowboys are so televised i feel like them and pretty know at least half the team um but i will as someone that i would like to have a great season honestly is michael gallup um, he's got a great chemistry with Dak Prescott. We haven't been able to see that because of the injuries to both, whether Dak was down or Michael Gallup was down. Um, and so we're, we're going to need that for Michael Gallup. Again, looking back at this last, and I'm, I just want to give you this real quick. When we played the 49ers, CeeDee Lamb had receptions. The next closest one was Dal Dalton Schultz. Then after that, it's a drop off to Tony Pollard. Noah Brown. Noah Brown? Do y'all know where Noah Brown is at? He is with the Texans with a press jersey on. Next question. All right, my question. Um, Mike McCarthy, what – I don't even know where to begin with Mike McCarthy. What do you need from him next year for him to keep his job? Because personally, I would have got rid of him last year because I feel like he is a retread. Like nothing is – immensely different and that to me is just indicative of jerry jones jerry jones just likes the same shit over and over again nothing 
Nobody challenging him. Um, not since uh, who was the guy's name? Big Tuna, the coach y'all had a long time. But Parcells, Bill Parcells y'all haven't yeah. had y'all haven't had like a challenging coach since Bill Parcells. So what does Mike McCarthy have to do? Because for me, winning one playoff game ain't enough, man. Like I, it, it ain't enough for me with, with Mike McCarthy. But what, what what are your thoughts on that? You're right. It's not enough for me either. But I'm just being real with you, because the the coach that we need to get. Already signed his deal and is riding in Denver. He riding with Sierra. All right. So Mike McCarthy, for all intents and purposes, job is secure. I'm going to just be honest with you. As long as we can make it to the playoffs, because Jerry Jones needs to sign a big name. So unless a big name comes off the board, as of right now, that big name was Sean Payton. And Sean Payton is riding up there with I'll leave it alone. I got kids. That's all. I would like So I we like love you. She did it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> You good, brother. You know we love you, Sheeta, because you're the objective Cowboys fan. Like, we didn't got to hear, oh, Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl from next season. Hold on, too. This might say I got kids around after dropping a couple F-bombs. Like, what? Yeah. I, I showed show yeah. that. I, I was and, and let's not talk about the team being trapped in the house. Let's not even talk about that. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I got all right, you. all right. I'm just saying. Hey, but, like I said, you're the objective fan. We ain't got to worry about you saying Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl because we, we're we not sure. And honestly, you're probably not sure. However, your team did go 12 and 4 next season. And we will like to salute you. But next season, I know we're going to talk records for everybody, but are we expecting up, down, or are y'all saying about stagnant? What are we looking at? I will I will say that, I mean, I know, like I said, we'll talk about this next, next slide, right? Next topic. But I think it's down, but it's not like down, down. I believe we take a hit, but it's only a game, to be honest. I think we still win 11. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm not going like 9, 10, 11. I'm on you. 11 games will be won by the Dallas Cowboys. 11 games will secure their seed as, again, a five seed and will play some team again um, from a division and win a road, win a road game. So for sure, you're saying 10 wins. For sure. I know you said 11, but for sure, you're saying 10 wins. Okay. Yes. That's going to help me. That's helping me with my my choice. That Appreciate it. All right. Last question from the comments. Vaughn asked, can the Cowboys win with McCarthy? Also, is this a make or break season for Dak? That's been happening for the last five years. (laughs) Yes. I'm so tired of that question. Like, Dak has had eight make-or-break seasons. Sorry, I know that was a question for you, but I swear to God, if he gets yeah, one break, make-or-break season, bro, like, damn. I'm with you. At some, at some point, something's going to have to shake. Go ahead, Sheik. Who? Well, question B, who takes on this contract? If, if this doesn't work out, let me back up real quick. Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn are the reasons why Andy Dalton and uh, the other white guy we got got contracts. Okay. Uh, Cooper uh, from that show, uh, whatever show that is, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Didn't he beat, didn't we beat y'all with Cooper Rush? You did. 
Oh. Mm. Mm. Um, but what I was trying to get at was <laughs> I don't believe it's make or break for Dak. You're I we've paid we're paid that contract is is heavy for again a quarterback that is not a top ten quarterback. So we're stuck with him unless we cut him like how we did Ezekiel Elliott. Um, what was the other part? Is this make or break for Mike McCarthy? What was the other part of that question about McCarthy? Uh, can, can we win with McCarthy? McCarthy? I guess oh, yeah. if you're talking about open can we win a Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like we we've had a winning season. We won a playoff game. Um, and so I will say that yes, we can win with him. The question is, does he motivate us enough or coach us well enough? to get to where we need to go and no, not with the offensive coordinator that I believe that we have in position now. I don't believe that. Cool. We appreciate you, Sheedy, for always being an unbiased Cowboys fan. Not not many, if just one of y'all, that we all probably know. It's just you. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> all right. NFC East predictions. Let's go in the same order of the order y'all went in. It's one of y'all teams. Let's start with Chris, Jeans. Savage, Sheedy, then roll to the top. Tuke, Trevor, me, and Scott and Indy. What are y'all predictions for y'all's division? Chris. All right, so I got the Eagles winning this division 12 and 5. All right, give me. All right. Good. Okay. All right. I got the Eagles winning 12, 12 and 5. Um, I have the Dallas Cowboys at 10 and 7. I have the Washington Commanders at 10 and 7. And I have the New York Giants at 8 and 9. I love the Chris. Appreciate you. Jeans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got, hey, uh, wow. All right. So I got the Eagles running the division. Um, I actually got them going pretty good. I got them uh, repeating as last year, 14 and three. Um, I don't, I don't, I see them beating us again. Uh, two sweets. Also with the Cowboys, we haven't beaten the Cowboys since I don't think 2006. So it just is what it is. Um, that's it. That's at least four four losses for us there. We may split with the Eagles, make it one at home, but on the road, absolutely not. Like I said, Cowboys, absolutely not. We'll sweep the Commanders. No offense, um, but uh, so I have the Eagles going 14 and three. Uh, I do have the Cowboys also kind of repeating that going 12 and five. Um, I do have us actually winning one more game than last year, 10-6. Two of those, like I said, coming from the Cowboys. Um, And then I have the Commanders winning no more than five games uh, with with all due respect. Okay, then. Um, So the last time the NFC East had a repeat champion, it was the Philadelphia Eagles. That was like, what, 03-04? And I don't think it's happening again. I think the Cowboys are going to win this division. I think it'll be like 12 and 5. And I think the Eagles will tie at 12 and 5, but the Cowboys will probably win that tiebreaker. So I think they'll have a similar record. Cowboys are a good team, y'all. Like they, they got a great offense. Got defense is, is there. Dan Quinn still the, the DC. I'm I expect the Cowboys to win the division. It can go either way, but I think the Cowboys are going to win. There's going to be the Eagles right after them. And then I got the Giants in third, close. Probably can make the playoffs in that third spot in the division. Uh, probably like nine, ten games. And then I got Washington uh, bringing up the, the end uh, about eight or nine wins. Uh, 
That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Sheedy. Sheedy. Hold on. Um, I, I, you're right. I don't. Jeez, it's been. It's. Hold on. Hold on. I got love for you. Um, but I, I got, I got the Eagles winning the division. Um, I think we're one game behind them for the as the Cowboys. Um, I got the Giants at, I would say ten and seven to be honest. Um, and with ten and seven, another opportunity to go and be in the playoffs. And I think Anders are like right there. Um, and when I say like right there, I'm gonna give them eight and nine. I don't believe we'll have Fords above five hundred. Um, but I think the commanders will be close um, to that, and I think that defense will be very helpful, um, and a better offensive coordinator will help. So, but be be worried about the commanders though too. Um, very sneaky team. Very very sneaky. Yeah, shoot. Too. I, I, my bad, dog. I was gonna give your boys they flowers, but shit, you want to act like that? <laughs> Damn. No, I'm gonna say I'm. Uh, for whatever reason, I still got the Cowboys number one. I don't think that there will be another repeat uh, NFC East uh, champion. Uh, the Cowboys, I love that continuity. You get what you get with Dak. You know, he's not top 10. He's not 20. He'll win you a game. He'll lose you a few games. But he's still going to have you. Like, Sheedy, your objective and your, you know, top t- uh, 10 win season, I can honestly see it. Although it will be a step back, I think that kind of the Eagles would take a step back, too. Uh, you got to remember, I saw my quarterback MVP win, go to the Super Bowl, lose, and never go back again. Not putting that kind of energy on your Eagles, uh, Savage. But again, y'all got, you know, the second, third worst schedule in the NFL, and you got two new coordinators coming in. I think that's going to affect y'all. But damn, that Jalen Hurts is a superstar, and I'm not going to disrespect him and that offense that y'all got. So I got the Eagles as second. I got the Washington. I don't know if y'all gonna say the commanders or not. We gonna we gonna just say Washington football team. <laughs> but now nah, I'm I'm with you, uh, Savage. Everything that you just said for your reason about the Cowboys, reason about the Eagles, reason about the Washington. Watch out for them. Uh, I think y'all will be a sneaky team. Y'all on to come up for sure. Um, and I think w- once we really know what kind of quarterback Sam Howell will be, y'all can possibly go up for sure. Uh, but for right now, um, I do got y'all third and fourth. <laughs> you came on this podcast and disrespected y'all best player. <laughs> y'all team ain't gonna pay him. You what? Whatever, man. It's dysfunction in in, in the Giants. Dave Dave Gettleman's still there, right? Ain't, ain't, ain't he the general manager? Because I've I've been through the Gettleman system before, and I know how that that's gonna end. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Dave 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 Gettleman is. We have a restraining order against him. He is not allowed anywhere near our facilities. Hmm. Okay, cool. But yeah, Daniel Jones finna be brought back down to earth. Uh Saquon Barkley coming in. Y'all best player. Well, nine times out of ten, if your best player don't want to be there, he's not gonna have a good season. But you know, I could be wrong. Uh Sonic finna be return back to Sonic form. And yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you for coming though, man. Make sure you invite us to the to the pod as well, bro. I've been trying to be on guest for a minute. I got you, no problem. Yeah, we gotta get on and talk about the bloodline storyline when that's all said and done, man. But anywho, um, I got the Eagles uh winning this division. They're just the class of the NFC. I got them going 14 and 3 once again. Uh Dallas won't be uh too far behind them. I have them at 12 and 5. Um, 
But like Savage had with the ties between Dallas and Philly, I think it's going to be a tie between the Giants and the Commanders. I have them both at nine and eight each. Um, I'm going to give the edge, that third place spot to the Giants. I need to see more, more from Sam Howell, but I, I do believe that this Commanders team is on the uprise. I don't see them having a losing record. I can definitely see uh, what happened last season happened this season. So I have both the Giants and the Commanders at nine and eight. Yeah, I'm gonna be the I guess the boring win. Y'all the division gonna finish the exact same way it finished last year with the same exact records. I got the commanders and the giants having a tie like they did last year in one game, and they're gonna have another close game. <laughs> it's gonna go the same exact way. <laughs> same order, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, same records. Uh potentially, I mean, nobody finished with losing records, so potentially all four yeah. playoffs. Dreek definitely could make it. Uh, we'll see how the recent EMC turned out, but that's my prediction. All right, so I'm about to shake shit up. Uh, I have the Giants winning this division for only two reasons. For only two reasons. One, to what Seven said, there has not been a repeat, <laughs> a, never, a repeat champion in this division since 2003. So because of that, where I would normally want to pick the Eagles, I will not because of that reason. Second reason is they better be as good as Darren said they are. Because he told me at this point, they better be as good as he said that they are. And because I, I, I honestly truly believe they're the second best team in, in this division, I think they'll finish first. The Eagles will finish second. I am really concerned about the Cowboys offense. So I'm going to put them at three, Washington and four. Scout, genius thing you put them first in the division. I I put them exactly. Second. Exactly. We'll see. We'll see. Here's my reason. Because they there's no there's not a repeat defense, a repeat champion of this division. So because that has not happened, and I honestly feel like they're the second best team in the division. I'm picking them to okay. Who, whoa, 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 he whoa, said whoa, he, he whoa, said he sold you, but he didn't sell himself. Wait, 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 wait. wait Y'all gonna wait, let wait. him finish. Wait, <laughs> no, 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 you said the Giants are the second best team in the division. Who the first best? I, I think that y'all are. I think the, the Eagles are the best team in the in that division. I, but I, because I, that's that's a sign from I, I don't care about that. You think the Giants okay. are better than the Cowboys? I hope your wife yes. in the around. She's not here. But no, Smart I really man. am concerned about the Cowboys offense. I really, really am. Man, you just mad. You just maybe go get the Bible. Kevin Moore not being there is going, it's going to be huge. Losing Dalton Schultz, I honestly think it's going to be huge. That is where he is good. He is unlucky. That team right. is unlucky, right. and I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I, I rebuke this here. Rebuke that, that is a bold statement here, bro. <laughs> nothing against the Cowboys. Bold, I just I don't rebuke, like Mike. That is a bold statement. I, I will give okay. you. <laughs> Y'all gonna let that man get through his statement? <laughs> go ahead, sir. I'm loving he was every done with his second statement. of your statement. You go ahead. You tell him. Keep going. <laughs> Plus, I like Brian Dayball too. Braves, he, he he can coach the damn team. I would give him. That. Yes, sir. Uh, he, he yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't even know. I don't even know how to end the show. Hey, um, thank y'all, Chris, <laughs> Savage. We need to pray. I guess, Jeans. <laughs> Thanks. 
<laughs> that would, that's how we need to we need to pray for real, bro. Because this is <laughs> Chris. Let us know where, where the people can follow follow you at. Uh, pretty much uh, social media anywhere. Uh, Couch Coach Live. Check out the podcast uh, anywhere you get your podcast at Couch Coach Live. <laughs> call, check my guy out. I was on his show about two a month or two ago. So man, check out my guy yeah. Chris Couch Coach Live. Good work over there. Savage. Yep. Let people know where to follow you at. M Savage 901 Three the Hardaway Pod is out now on YouTube. We'll have the audio at some point tomorrow. Uh yeah, man. Just taking over. Let's do it. Yep. One city at a time. Just like DJ Kelly. Yes, sir. Right. Hey, what a reference. Nice <laughs> reference. Nice reference. James, we know you got a good podcast, so let people know what's up. <laughs> Absolutely. Obviously, on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Real James Report, right. which is part of this network. And once again, I want to tell you guys, this is very, very important. Whatever, shh, listen to me. Go see Blue Beetle. I keep telling y'all this. Y'all going to let this movie bomb, and I'm going to be very upset with y'all. Y'all need to go see this movie, okay? It's very, very good. Go see it. We're going to talk about it whenever I get my internet working. Right now, I'm running, I'm running off a hot spot. This whole thing is hot spot. So when I get my Wi-Fi, like hell, man, man. you're going to sign right there. Yeah, <laughs> hell. That's where he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he is. Hey, no cap. It I don't appreciate it. literal. your guest. On this That's show, spot, I cannot yeah. finish a sentence without you guys <laughs> interrupting you. me and telling me what I'm going to do and what I look like. I feel like I need some kind of retribution for this because y'all keep coming at me. I can't finish a statement like I was trying to say. I'm going to have my Wi-Fi up hopefully soon. We're going to talk about Blue Beetle. Alive. Get ready to talk about Blue Beetle, folks. <laughs> Girl <laughs> said he gonna throw this thing. You know how mad you gotta make somebody to throw a vehicle, bro? That's crazy. Y'all are a mess. <laughs> bro is pissed at you. He's gonna throw a whole vehicle. Shout out to Mike Man. Follow him to one the ALC South. Oh, <laughs> I guess it went cold, didn't it? That's why it went cold. Damn. <laughs> no, the air turned on on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Might off in the go. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. All right, man. That's it. That's it. Shout out to I, shout out to people to comment. <laughs> Mike to an AOC South podcast. <laughs> Vaughn, the inside scoop with Spivey podcast. Ryan Harris with the uh, Jump Pass podcast, and uh, Kerry Wood. Uh, follow him at Sea Wood Sports. His podcast is all about the South. So, as always, with us, LBR, y'all know what check us out at. at LBR underscore media on Twitter or X, TikTok, IG, and Facebook. Subscribe and watch us on Let's Be Real Media on YouTube and listen to us in the podcast platform Let's Be Real Sports. Also, remember to check us out. Uh, help us with uh, sign up with BetStamp at signupexpert.com forward slash LBR. And as always, follow me on X at the one underscore P Shark. Uh, I'm at underscore Scott Lito on X. Go Tigers, by the way. Go Tigers. The Sugar Era has begun. I'm at the Art of Trevor. Uh, birthday boy is tomorrow. This will be the Shaq Lakers year or Paul Pierce year if you're a Celtics fan. Um, yeah, I'm at the Art of Trevor of the preposition, so don't capitalize it. Uh, Let's Be Real Gaming is coming soon, by the way. 
Yes, sir. Happy bir- early birthday, my brother, at Tev Shakir on the app formerly known as Twitter. Uh, shout out to our guests, man. We knew it was going to be fun the episode, but golly. <laughs> man, it's made me bring the Bible out. Goodness gracious. Yeah, there were multiple Bibles out. Um, shout out to, before I say anything else and end it, shout out to Shakir Richardson uh, for smoking that 100 meter today. Um, but we don't talk about her enough because she was smoking weed, but since she's been winning back to back, you know, not us. I mean, people have been real silent, but I'll speak for you. Um, and it's really shitty on Twitter. I already retweeted it for you, baby girl. What you do like this on her? Boom. She been going crazy. Nobody said nothing. Yo, Thanks, you, bro. Show, you show it. Like, I show it. Uh, <laughs> been crazy. Yeah, it, it's been real quiet and she's just been destroying everybody. Yep. Shout out to you for throwing in the flowers at the very at the at the twelfth hour. There we go. Yeah. Hey. That's how we work over here. But to next time, folks, we'll be back next week with NLC South. And we'll finish it up with the Ooh, NFC North. Troll the too next week. Remember that. Yeah. Next week should go a little more uh civilized until we got some more level headed folks next week. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> so next time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>